In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void, and darkness covered the face of the deep, while the breath of God swept over the face of the waters. And then God said, let there be light, and there was light. And later on, the Lord God said, let there be dirt, and there was dirt. And then the Lord God sculpted a person from the dirt. Scripture says dust, but we all know that's a pretty way of saying mud. And the Lord God breathed into the dirt creature's nostrils the breath of life, and the mud became human. Every one of us is dirty. That is made of salt and carbon and bits of things. We are not so different in our essential makeup from a potato or an earthworm. The dust in our houses is in fact dirt. Skin and dirt from our shoes and bits of food and hair. Sure, we're made of star stuff, like the astrophysicists say, and that's beautiful. But you know what star stuff is? It's dirt! only dressed up in its Sunday best. And this is not meant for you to beat your breast and cry, I'm a worm and no man, as the psalmist says, nor is this a false sense of humility. You know that old joke about the woman who prays to God, I am nothing, I am nothing. Another woman hears her and says, oh, look who thinks she's nothing. This essential dirtiness is about recognizing where we come from. It's about knowing that God's breath in our lungs is the only thing holding us together. The love and desire of God breathing with us is the only thing holding us together. Not our 401ks or our stock options, not our nice house in the suburbs, not our kids who mostly meet our expectations, not the amount of work we do for pay or not. We are, in some literal and poetic way, made entirely out of dirt and breath. Of course, we all know about our essential dirtiness in the other sense, not just our sexual appetites, but like all of our dirtiness. The Episcopal Ash Wednesday rite includes an extensive litany of penitence, and it lists those dirty parts of us that we would rather keep hidden our unfaithfulness, pride, hypocrisy, and impatience, our self-indulgent appetites and exploitation, our anger at our own frustration, our envy of those more fortunate, our intemperate love of worldly goods and comforts and also our dishonesty, our negligence in prayer and worship, and my favorite, my most favorite one, because it's about our failure to recognize our innate blessedness and giftedness. We confess our failure to commend the faith that is in us. We confess our failure to see just how good and loved we actually are. I don't really want you to see those parts of me. I hide behind a sparkling clean wall of competence so you don't see those parts. You got that wall too? Every one of us is made of dust 
and to dust we shall return. Every one of us is made of dust and we spend a lot of time shellacking it so we won't return to the dirt. We spend a lot of time examining the folks we meet for chinks in their shellac armor looking for their innate dirtiness. This is called gossip. It's called purity culture. It's called self-righteousness. It's called prying. This dirtiness we try to hide is the very same stuff that grows our vegetables. The dirt that we're made of is the very same stuff that supports our feet and our houses. The dirt that is us is the very same that children build forts of or make clown makeup with. The dirt that we try to sweep out of the living room for the umpteenth time is a reminder of whose artwork we are. God chose that dirt. God scooped it up and mixed it with water and made us, and so we are both the most humble, dirtiest creatures imaginable and also most beloved. In a bit, we're going to smear some more dirt on your foreheads. We'll call it dust. We'll tell you to remember your mortality. Remember that it's only God's breath holding you together. Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. And maybe... Maybe you're not ready for that. I'm not going to lie, it's real rough doing that on a kid's forehead. Maybe you're listening to me now and thinking, it's no big deal, it's just a smudge of ashes, we do it every year. Or maybe you're thinking, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief, like Thomas. No matter where you are right now, I invite you to begin releasing your hold on that clean wall that keeps the rest of us out. I invite you into this meditation. Sit comfortably in your pew. Maybe close your eyes. Gaze gently at the floor. Rest your hands on your knees, palm up. Close your eyes. Clench your hands up tight. Imagine in your hands all of the pressures and worries and tensions that you are carrying as you sit here right now. Then in your own time, when you are ready, Gently turn your hands over so they're facing down. Don't open yet. Imagine God's hands underneath yours. When you're ready, slowly open your hands so that the things you are carrying fall into God's hands. Allow your dirt self to show. You may wish to repeat this several times. When you're ready, turn your hands palm up. This time with the palms open, 
and ask God's spirit, God's breath, God's love to fill you afresh. gentle with yourselves. Remember that your dirt self is both a blessing and a challenge. Remember that you are dirt, and to dirt you shall return. Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Amen.